moon is a powerful symbol in our rights, but its timing is sometimes inconvenient. We could bottle a moment in time by purifying and charging the element of water so we can use it whenever we need. But how does the moon cleanse or charge water? How might that be used in our practice? In this episode, how to make and use moon water on Witchcraft Deconstructed. I came across a question, and the person asked, I'd heard other groups that they charge moon water from the new moon, and would like to know why. Charging with the moon, or cleansing with the moon, is commonly discussed, but often it's not discussed as to why or how this makes a difference. You might use water in your practice as a means of purifying, consecrating, or dedicating an item, a person, or even a space. So let's talk about water for a moment. First, it's one of the most common solvents in chemistry. What that really means is that it breaks things apart. It dissolves most ionic compounds and organic substances, and basically just means that it's great for cleaning, just by itself. We've long used water to clean because it loosens up dirt and it evaporates without leaving a residue. And when we take a bath or a shower, coming out of the water is refreshing. You feel cooler, lighter, as the water evaporates off of your body. And that cooling equates to cleanliness. All of these properties transition in our minds to water as a symbol. A symbol of cleansing, of purification, of driving away the grime spirits. But when you leave water outside under the moon, the water is no different than before you put it there. The moonlight doesn't affect it in any discernible way. Sure, light from the moon goes through it, but with clouds and light pollution, and even with a full moon, the light's minimal. It just passes right through it. The end result is a bowl of water that may have some free-floating yeast, pollen, and animal spit from a thirsty bunny that might have visited that night. But otherwise... There's no real difference that can be measured. So, if there's no physical effect, why put water out to quote-unquote charge it or cleanse it? The answer is because we are strange creatures. We feel greater value for those things that are unique or have a perceived experience. It's the same reason we run to the store to buy that popular item during Yule. It's the same feeling we get when we own a real autograph versus a forged autograph. And it's the same reason when on March 25th, someone purchased a digital JPEG image for $69 million. So when we put water out with the intention of quote-unquote energizing it or charging it or cleansing it, what we're doing is selling to our mind that the water has become unique because of this action during this time of the lunar cycle. And our magical mind says, cool, I'll believe that. And now you can carry the equivalent of the moon in a vial. When you want to perform a ritual and it's not the full moon, you can take out your water and add a drop to the general consecration water of your ritual or dab a drop on your forehead. Your magical mind will make the connection that overrides whatever cycle of the moon you're under. It is the equivalent of playing the go straight to full moon card in your rights. It is a mental tool that helps the mind cope 
with the sensitivity of wanting to do full moon work when it's not a full moon. Also, your intent might be to charge or purify an item like a crystal or a piece of jewelry. And what we are doing is saying that we are accepting that this event separates the object from its past, effectively providing this feeling like it is new or at least separated from an undesirable experience. I have friends who have had jewelry that was touched by someone that was undesirable, and it bothered them. It was this feeling that their space had been violated, that their personal item, their personal friend had been touched in a way that was not wanted and not welcome. So the ability to take that item and put it out under the moon to cleanse it is a means of communicating to the mind that we've separated that experience We've put it in the past, we're getting over it, and as a result, the feeling of that object to us, the symbolism of that object, is anew. Now with that said, there's much more to this that one could get into, but I hope it's a place to start, and that it aids you in your practice. Until next time, this is Reverend Wade. Thanks for listening to Witchcraft Deconstructed.